future, talk radio will actually educate, inspire, and make you think. The future is now. Topics and music that affect your life from Universal Broadcasting Network. Tune in at ubnradio.com. And most poor suckers are starving to death. I'd like to propose a toast. This is On the Rocks with Alexander, coming at you from Sunset Gower Studios in the heart of Hollywood, where I drink with your favorite celebrities and we talk about fashion, entertainment, pop culture, reality TV, and and that's about it. So pop a court, pour a glass, lean back, and enjoy On the Rocks every Tuesday at 7 p.m. on Universal Broadcasting Network. Fasten your seat there. It's going to be a bumpy night. Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. Okay, so the show has started, and it's on fire today. Thank you, Kurt, for turning on my microphone. <laughs> Call on the rocks with Alexander, not on the rocks with Helen Keller. <laughs> oh Speaking of Helen Keller, everybody oh. was all crazy um, at Super Bowl Sunday yeah. because they say that Marley Matlin didn't get enough... Uh, Airtime. Well, because she's like an Oscar winner, and yes. she was she was emoting with her fingers. She was, and the, and it was one thing to not show her on CBS, but when I found out that she wasn't even on the jumbotron, so <laughs> the whole point she wasn't on the jumbotron. No, they didn't show the sign language, which is the whole point of sign language to they be sh- seen. They should call her and apologize. Yeah, I'm sure they have already. Wah, wah. How dare you? How dare you? It's on speakerphone. No, because um, everybody like on Facebook was just complaining, right. yeah. and so I was talking to a friend. I'm like, I hear you. They got confused. Get they it. didn't know. Yeah, funny. You got full. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Ryan, for that courtesy laugh. Yeah, well, you know. All right, my Good guest co host today. So excited. Uh, socialite, uh, you come her. back. I'm you, back. You forgot the rest of your shirt yet again. And well, I mean, I texted you what to wear, you know, and you just uh, wrote. Ba, ba, ba. Anyway, it's <laughs> a different segment of the show. Socialite Eric Restivo. And tonight we are premiering a brand new segment called Blackout, yeah. which we take pictures that are taken of real people in real bars in Los Angeles. In their passed out state, and then and then we show you know we'll drink to that. We'll drink to that. that. Drink to that. I love that. I mean, then Ryan O'Connor, I can't believe you haven't guested on the show yet. I don't think you've asked me. Well, that's true. (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm not. I'm not that tough to book. (laughs) Um, You are a very talented man, singer and performer. You Uh, used to host uh, Musical Mondays. I did for a long time. Gone to hell. Um, I haven't been. I wouldn't know. (laughs) Well, lucky you. (laughs) No one has. No, I had to perform one night. Did you? Yeah. Did you? I don't even know. It's so funny. People had to perform. Text, you know, I mean, they didn't ask me. Yeah, I just yeah. walked up there. Was like, people text me. What's going? I'm just glad. They're, I'm just glad they still have a place to go, though. That ma- that does make me very happy. I'm t- I'm telling the truth. Mm-hmm. So I, I am. <laughs> I am. I'm glad. That was when I left. That was my thing. I said I'll, I'll leave as long as I can make sure that there's people that that is their that is their life. Musical Mondays. That's their, yeah. It's their whole social life, and they need a place to go every Monday, and that's the most important thing to me. Uh, and you, I mean, you're just such a funny host because I remember you do contests, and I even entered the Patty Lapone contest, did, and yes. I won. You did, of course. Tickets to the gay man's course. Well, you, there, I gave you, those away. You have something. There's something about when you and Patty Lapone, the, the or when she. When she comes up in conversation, it's sort of like you're a little bit like Yolanda to Patty Selena. Yes, There's something a little oh bit like God. like you need we need we need you to we need you to win the tickets, otherwise someone's gonna die. Yes, like you, you get a you get a look in your eye when Patty Lapone comes up. Okay, well here's the thing. I don't want to make Lapone, Linda nervous. But no, 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 it's true. You get a little. Pa- Patty Lapone has a restraining order against me. Yeah. I flew in to New York for one it. night yeah. to see her at Studio Fifty Four at uh, Fifty Four Below. I would fly in a time machine to see her at Studio Fifty Four. Believe me. She's probably doing the same thing. <laughs> yes, with, with Liza. But literally, because I've I've bothered Patty a few times. I've met her. Yeah. I've called her rep many many times. I'm mm-hmm. like, hey, why doesn't she call into the show? Yeah. They're like, hey, Alexander, yeah. what's going on? Yeah. So I emailed. I said, I'm going to be in town. I'm flying in literally just to see her show. Like, who does that? I flew in, saw the show, yeah. uh, partied, and then flew back. Like, was that Gypsy of My Soul? Was that when she did Gypsy of My Soul? No, I love that show. Uh, yes, yeah, yes, yeah. it was. I love that. And she was wearing a white like. Pantsuit. She loves a pantsuit. And my my seat was I mean, literally mm-hmm, yeah. Hillary, Hillary Clinton. Yeah. loves her pantsuit. And Lady Gaga. Yeah. <laughs> right. They're very on okay. trend right can, now. Can we show a picture of this, by the way? What? Uh, oh, Kurt. Uh, oh, the Lady yes. Gaga okay. look. Look how funny this meme is. It's like when you have to sing the national anthem, but you have to host <laughs> yeah. the Hunger Games. Yeah, it's very funny. It was very. She funny. looked like the Hunger Games. She did. She looked like one of the like she came like a pod person. Like she just emerged from a pod with her pompadour horror and her hair just sort of got like stuck behind her. It's a lot of hair. But she sounded fantastic. She, she was okay, you guys. Oh, everyone's Come on. so no, hard she on sounded her. great. She's I no, she sounded she's great. no Linda Etter. Well, no, no who well, is? Who okay, is, right. so literally. 
I have been listening to Linda Etter uh, for a week now because you yeah. can without hearing uh, the same song twice. It's true. Because she has so many CDs so on it. Right. And her voice in every song, you think, oh, that's her best one. And mm-hmm. then it's another one. It's like, oh, okay, another one and another one. And then she does mashups. Mm-hmm. So my, my YouTube is like, uh, you know, I have other stuff here. And I'm like, just no, like, just Linda Adder. <laughs> that's what's all recommended for you right now, just Linda Adder. Yeah. That's the only thing that's coming up. Me <laughs> yes. too. Yeah. Well, it's, it's Linda Adder and Patti LuPone. Patti LuPone's like, uh, excuse me, yeah, right. we're here. We've been, I'm well, still here. Yeah. yeah. It's, it, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a good replacement, frankly. Linda is the... Is the everything. When you asked me to be on, she's amazing. You knew you knew how to get me. You said Linda was going to be here, and I was like, "That's exactly I'm here. right, right. I'm right. Here. right." So so excited to have her because yeah. I've never interviewed her before, and I'm obsessed. I'm obsessed. Uh, even from her Star Search mm-hmm. years. Oh, oh my course. god! <laughs> of course, she uh, she I first saw her in the pre Broadway tour of Jekyll and Hyde while they were still working it out before because they had, worked on it. They worked on it for years, years, and years, and years before, right. and there was the concept recording, and then they finally got to Broadway, and I saw it like four times on Broadway, like. Yeah, I mean, talking about stalkers, you a little bit invited the stalker to the party <laughs> tonight. I think with with Jekyll and Hyde too, it was like in my musical theater years in college when it was like Gender Bender Week, and we got to do like oh, the yeah. female song. It was like I'm going to do Bring oh, On God, the Man, yeah. but I'm not going to do Lucy. That's I'm your grinder title right. as yeah, Lucy. Of course, yeah. You know, like that's what it had to be. You for said me. Bring On. That's the your man. grinder title. Yeah. Is bring yeah, On the Man. Yeah, yeah. Bring yeah. On the Man ever since. So then, a little touch of Broadway brought back very funny and talented Jared Gertner. So funny. Who's he? Who's he? Uh, Who's he? I I am in love with your performance style. And I recently saw a preview for The Dodgers, which is a show you're doing at the Hudson Theater. And I was expecting like a musical. You Mm. came out and your character was very funny, very uh, big personality like you do. And then you have to do this like dramatic thing, and I'm like, heavy. Oh, thing. wow, he's versatile. Yeah, so well, it's called acting. Yeah. <laughs> What's that dramatic thing you're doing? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, where's the show tunes? <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Um, so I'm so excited to have you back. Um, and uh, oh, I forgot to finish the Patty Lapone story. Oh, so my seat please. was so close I mean, to her to, to the stage, yeah. and she knows me at this point because sure. I'm crazy. Yeah, she literally was like, <laughs> she walked to the other <laughs> side of the stage. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. <laughs> but then during the show, she kisses somebody from the audience. Uh huh. <clears throat> She kissed, she kissed you? you? She All leaned right. down and kissed me. She kissed me. Yeah. Amazing. Good for you. I, I felt that that took a lot of guts from her. Yeah, I feel like maybe that's like a little bit like if I give him this, maybe he won't stick around after the show. Well, I did. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And her person said, oh, she's really busy. And I'm like, the show's over. Like, and what, what is she doing? She's you busy, haven't yeah. watched she's busy your avoiding face you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> your face is still has the lipstick. <laughs> um, just a real quick shout out to our sponsors. Uh, Woo! Very happy to have our sponsors. Of course, Gold's Gym. They're putting me through the 12-week challenge. Okay. It's going And currently. he's doing it. Is that how you threw your back out? No. <laughs> but that's what <laughs> that's, he should that's say. That's another sponsor. That's what he should say. What week are you in right now? Two. <laughs> week two. I haven't really started yet. <laughs> but I signed up two weeks, weeks ago. Yeah. Right. I've been busy. And it, it's Fat Tuesday today, so I figure tonight will be the last celebration and then tomorrow we'll start. Okay. But they set me up with a, a private trainer and I'll, I have to go visit all the facilities mm. in Southern California. They're all very nice. <laughs> okay. So, very happy. That's Thank you, Golds. Um, also, Rocks Vodka. In fact, they dropped off a case. Good love you. It and is such delicious. It's so delicious. They dropped off a case and it's already gone. <laughs> Literally, look at <laughs> yeah, the bottle. Yeah, uh, but it's so smooth and crisp and wonderful. And we're actually going to have some of the reps on the show. I like show. the bottle. It's 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 great. So I it's love it. Sexy design. Yeah, it is. Now, sleek and. Um, and then our new sponsor, <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, for for a large portion of my listeners, uh, it's Spunk Lube. Oh, come on, Spunk. Yeah. You know what? My parents are listening. Yes. No, you know what? We really need <laughs> It'll to... It'll re-energize their, their marriage. <laughs> let's take the stigma out of lube. talking Skunk. about lube. You know, lube, lube. But we have Linda Etter on the show. Like, let's happens. be classy. Like, she's not going to say it, but, you know, Linda Etter has encountered lube. Everyone has. You, oh, my God. I'm so embarrassed. <laughs> sure she has. She doesn't no. have to She doesn't no. have to acknowledge She's a lady that, of the stage. Listen, Everyone listen, has right. encountered lube. Lube does happen. Lube happens. Lube okay. Happens. Well, thank you to Spunk Lube. It's it's on the market. It's in your homes. Go to spunklube.com. And if you send an email to info at On The Rocks Radio Show, we are giving away lube uh, twice a week. You cannot make this stuff up. So, Jared, your parents can email in and be like, we need the lube. <laughs> okay. You hear that, Mom and Dad? Get it. Kurt, it's like having a oh connection God, over Kurt's here. dying. <laughs> Kurt is blood red. No, Kurt's like sending me an email right now. He's like, I'm Kurt. I'm a longtime listener. Yeah. <laughs> I need to talk <laughs> Okay, oh we need God. to bring on the Linda Etter because yes. I'm obsessed with this woman. She's the best. A big voice, uh, even bigger than her hair in Star Search. I mean, it was, that was <laughs> <laughs> big here. Linda, are you there? Oh, the crowd goes crazy. Oh. That's the Tony crazy. committee. <laughs> Can you hear me? Yes, yes. How are you? <laughs> <laughs> 
Whoa! Have you have you been enjoying a cocktail or two? <laughs> you seem pretty. No. no. <laughs> she... I wasn't prepared. I needed to go get one. <laughs> so you are talking to a room of gay men that are just obsessed with you. Mm-hmm. I'm sure that's never happened to you, right? <laughs> It's a first. <laughs> is Broadway mad at you because like you were in one amazing show and then like you steal everybody else's thunder in like the diva world and they're like having to do show after show and you're like, no, I'll do Jekyll and Hyde and then I'll just be famous for the rest of my life. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know if they're mad at me. I know some fans are not happy. They always uh, ask me back. But, um, but you, you have a new CD, uh, Retro. Yep. Yeah, uh, it's... Um... A collection of songs that were written over really the course of 20 years, and uh, I realize there's a lot of great songs there, so we put this out, and there, there's so many, in fact, that this is volume one. Yes. I, lo- I love an anthology series. Who doesn't? Right? When, doesn't you, when does your voice rest? Because uh, I own all of your CDs, and you're just this amazing performer that has new material, new material, new material. Mm, right. Um, how do you choose your songs? I'm sure you've been asked that a million times. Well, it's different. You know, when I was younger, it was more about, I think I, you know, I leaned more toward melody and lyric, but I would say more melody because, you know, singing, the sheer act of singing and was so much fun and love beautiful melodies. But, you know, as you get older and you live life, words become more important to you. So uh, it's really now much more of an even mix of that. You know, it's, it's, I don't like to sing a song nowadays if the lyrics kind of like, eh, it doesn't really... Mm. It's a stupid lyric, you know, in other words. Yes. You know. Like a Nicki Minaj song. You're not going to be doing any Nicki Minaj soon. Although I would pay to see that. I would that. pay top dollar <laughs> yeah. to say. I think Anaconda needs to be your next <laughs> your, your next hit. Yeah. Well, maybe. When, I figure I'll do those when I'm like 80 ones. Uh, <laughs> I, I look forward to Anaconda with six key changes. <laughs> like, that's what I want. I'm like, <laughs> Linda style. <laughs> What I love is that you don't shy away from any material. I mean, it's pretty ballsy to put out a Judy Garland um, CD, and you do it, and Judy was like, well, that was pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then you sing songs from Man of La Mancha. I am Man of La Mancha. And you're clearly not a man, unless, you know, this is breaking news to our, to our audience. <laughs> Which is fine, <laughs> yeah, I mean, by yeah, the way. Yeah. Yes. Oh, oh. oh. <laughs> oh, there's a fan right now. Right. I thought that was a sound effect. I was like, my dog didn't get the memo. Here. Oh. <laughs> um, but y- you really um, don't shy away from from anything. Has is there a song that you haven't released yet that you're just like, mm, that's that's a bit too much? Well, no, I've recorded things that d- didn't end up making the record because I didn't, you know, I didn't think they were good enough. Mm. You know, that's I want to hear those. That's <laughs> what I want to hear. <laughs> well, that, that'll be when I'm a hundred. We'll yeah. <laughs> Linda Edder, not good enough. Retro volume fifteen. <laughs> yes. But it's that discerning taste that makes her such an icon. Because I got to tell you, in my house, there was never any Christmas album allowed yes. other than the Carpenters. Every, year after year after year, and now the only exception is Linda's Linda's Christmas albums. Wow. That's the only exception in I our mean, home. It's it's a great album. Album. Incredible. But I have to say, I get depressed when I listen to the Carpenters album because not so Merry Christmas, you know. That Carpenters Christmas album is flawless. But yes, I, I mean, I agree. I mean, she's not eating the pumpkin pie that she's singing well, about. Well, no, that's okay. She didn't have to eat okay. it. She didn't have to eat it. <laughs> to sing is, about it. This is pretty intense, you know? <laughs> so, so, Linda, I have to talk about your son. It always fascinates me when amazing talent have offspring because I figure, like, around the house, he's like, Mom, don't sing anymore. Like, <laughs> you know? Whereas I'd be like, Mom, sing some more. Right. Um, is he a fan of your work does he does he see you perform a lot well he you know he did you know a lot more when he was younger and then of course they get into the teenage years but the thing is he's actually a very good musician and he he plays keyboards and but he also can sing Mm. wow little by little in fact i put a a second christmas cd out you know a few years ago and i got him to sing with me on it he sings we did a our own sort of version of baby it's cold outside i actually flipped the parts around and I sing the male melody, but I but I changed the words to be about a mom and a son, us basically. That's so cute. I changed just the words I needed to to make it fit, and uh, he really actually can sing. And and um, little by little, he's getting over his shyness because he's just like me. It was very very hard for me to sing in front of anybody. I wanted to, but I was so torn by this horrible fear of. And he's the same way. So I see now, little by little. But I think he does exactly what I did. Whenever there's no one home, he sings all the time. Hmm. 
That's what I used to do. I used to put on Evita and I'd be running around the house singing Evita. Yeah. The, uh, di- the difference between you and Linda, though, is that Linda, when Linda did it, they were like, do more, do more. Right, when right, you did right. it, they were like, oh, God. Shh. The cop showed up. Yeah. <laughs> How dare you run? <laughs> the neighbor's placed a complaint. Um. Um, and Linda, you are such a well rounded um, artist, or, uh, well, yeah, artist. You, uh, you paint as well, correct? Yeah, actually, I was going to be an artist, uh, you know, drawing and painting. That was my first career choice. I didn't, I think I'd have the guts to sing in front of anybody. And I always really liked art as well. So I, I, uh, I've done quite a lot of that. Although I, once I started singing, I, I guess that was the creative outlet. So that, that, um, I had an outlet for it. So I wasn't drawing as much, uh, and painting, but I knew, always knew that, you know, eventually I would get back to it. And, you know, I just kind of sporadically do stuff. I always envisioned myself, you know, old and in my garden in a schmock and painting, you know. <laughs> I would but love to... I got older, but... And even though I'm actually getting older now, I still don't do that much of it. I, I There's too many other things. Although one thing that has sort of become fun is the whole idea of using the computers to do the graphic arts, because that's... That, again, fulfills that creative outlet, and I kind of enjoy that. Um, so I want to talk about your, your star search days. <laughs> Big hair days. Yes, uh. big hair, big hair. Um, and you just kept winning and winning and winning, and they had to split you up because you were winning everything, like winning the world. <laughs> well, they, they had switched the season so that it was not, I guess, you know, when Sam Harris won all the way through, they realized, that's a problem. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> the concept here, so that, you know, they changed it. Now, how did you deal with your nerves on a show like Star Search, knowing that you were in millions of households? Well, I didn't. If you notice, I'm a vibrato I have <laughs> in all those takes. Go back and listen. It's where <laughs> 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 all the nerves was coming. But, you know, I had, at least I had been singing for six and a half years or so professionally before I ever did the show. So I so I had learned, you know, how to to make it look like I wasn't nervous a little bit better than, you know, maybe some of the others. Uh, what what happens when you have to sing a song over and over? Because you, you, you have a few songs that your fans always want to hear. Um, do you ever just feel like, oh, God, again? Like, how, how do you work through that, and how do you keep a song fresh? Well, I don't... It'll, it'll, well, we d- generally do pretty extensive sound check warm-ups, you know, before the shows, and that's just one song, though, when they get to, like, you know, like someone like you, I say, I'm not doing it at sound check. I can't. But the, ma- the magic always happens once the audience is there. I mean, the minute they hear the opening notes, the fans, you know, they applaud, and that sort of puts you in that magical world that you know was created between a performer and audience and that's what helps me and then of course the song the reason they stick around is because the songs themselves are so good so it's it's not as hard to sing them then because but i have to say though you know it's it's easier to do them in my show than it is to be on the broadway stage being so scripted you know and doing exactly the same thing that that was harder for me well, I, I've seen you many times in, in concert, and there's such a palpable energy mm-hmm. coming from, I mean, I mean, you're, you're, you're not a big lady, but this huge booming voice and this energy that just does not quit, and then there's this energy that the audience has right. watching you perform, because it's not just, oh, wow, what a great singer. You act every song like it's, like it's a mini movie. And it's, how do you get that energy, um, and what's your acting method? Well, uh, thank you, first of all. Um, it's the vodka. <laughs> <laughs> and it's really true. It takes a lot of energy. And, you know, I, I teach voice now, and I'm always telling this, my students, you know, if you're not tired, you know, at the end, you're not really doing it right. Because right. you energy, it takes energy. Audience can feel energy. And it's the reason why you can see someone on the stage not moving a muscle, and all these other people are <laughs> jumping around. And yet, for some reason, you're you go right to them because mm. they're vibrating a, an energy that's palpable, and it has to be real. And I don't know. I, I it's just something that's happened with me from the moment I realized I wanted to do, to do this as a kid. I mean, if you watch our home movies, my you know I was lucky enough. There's no sound on them because I'm old enough. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, my dad liked cameras, so we have home, home movies. And it, my brother and my sister. You know, they could care less when the camera was on, but I knew immediately when that camera was on, it was like, bam, hmm. you know, I knew it. So obviously I was born with that. And that's what happens the minute I step on a stage in front of an audience. When it's a real situation like that, something just clicks in. And that's why I know that I'm doing what I was meant to do. And, and that's what carries me through because it is tiring. It does require energy to put out energy. And at the end of the night, you know, 
and then you know there's always the after show and the meet with the people that's still part of it that energy's still going and it isn't until that's all over that I realize, oh, my feet are killing me. I can barely <laughs> actually, I look like I'm floating across the floor. But in reality, once the last person's gone home, I can barely walk in the heels. And I, have to get I have a problem walking in heels, too. It's fun. <laughs> <laughs> we have a question uh, from the chat room. Uh, the question from the chat room, I don't have a mic. But yes, I know. I can see you. <laughs> yeah. What is her favorite role and what role would she love to do? What is your favorite role um, and what role would you love to do? My favorite role that I have done? Well, yeah, that's kind of an odd well, question. I, I, that's the thing. People think, you know, who haven't really followed my career, I think oh, I only did the one show, Jacqueline Hyde, on, on Broadway. But actually we were doing, you know, several things that we were developing. So I, I've, I feel like I've had a life in the theater because, you know, we've done several uh, productions in other states mm-hmm. of shows like Svengali. And, and a show I did called Camille Claudel. I think it's my favorite um, we did it at the Good Speed Opera House because that role was so intense. You know, Jekyll was easy for me in the sense that it was created for me. And in many ways, it was like Linda doing her cabaret act. Mm. You know, the character was so kind of over the top. And, and there wasn't many, there weren't many, there was no speaking really much at all. And, and um, it wasn't until I did uh, Camille Claudel. I studied the acting privately for a year before that. And I, I so felt like I inhabited that role. I loved the story. It was everything from happy and laughing to crying my eyes out kind of a role. So I would say that one. And that's the one that nobody will ever see again. <laughs> oh. There's, it's, you know, this, it just, Bette Midler just announced that she's going to come do Hello, Dolly on The Broadway. world imploded, by the way. Yeah, absolutely. And <laughs> yes. it was after, you know, she similarly had actually only been on Broadway in one book musical in Fiddler on the Roof. It's a very similar story to yours, actually. And I was curious if there's any role sort of like, Dolly Levi was inevitable for Bet. Is there any role that you feel at some point is inevitable for you to do someday that you that sort of like tickles the back of your head every once in a while that you're like, this is what I want to do? Um, hmm. I probably, I probably would be good in Mame. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. But like, but like a sexier Mame. Yeah. Like coming down that staircase. Like I need to see a dress with a lot of slit in it. <laughs> the Alan <laughs> Cumming Mame. <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> I've always had a kind of a, a pipe dream of it all where I would actually be Don Quixote. Mm, yes. I would love that. That I, would be awesome. That role because, yeah. you know, he's crazy anyway, so why can't he be a woman? Sure. Thinking? Oh, my God, I love that. There's a whole, there's so many uh, themes to that to that version. Yeah, that's such a, con- yeah. that's concept, and concept revivals are so huge now. Broadway, that, are you li- listening? I know, right? I know that Playbill.com listens to the show, well, so. I, I, mm-hmm. I produced that. I mean, come on, that's brilliant. <laughs> I love that. Do you know, I would also love to see Linda in Sunday in the Park playing George. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't that be oh, yeah. awesome? Yeah. Especially since you're a painter and the yeah. music. Finishing the hat? Yeah. Oh, my God, how about finishing the key change? I mean, that would be amazing. <laughs> Mandy Patinkin would be like, uh, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Personal taste would come out like, what the hell is with these dots? <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. The meds are kicking she's, in again. She's connecting all the dots. That's fine. <laughs> um, I love asking uh, singers this question, especially such a consummate singer as yourself. What music do you listen to in the car, or are you listening to talk radio? Um, what's your guilty pleasure, music-wise? Oh boy, music wise, I like a really wide range of stuff. Uh, my favorite, I'd say my favorite male singer is Gavin DeGraw. Nice. <laughs> Love his voice. Uh, I like Sarah Bareilles. Mm. Uh, of course, I'm listening to the new Adele, but I really listen to a, a very wide range of things. I, and I, I constantly switch between the country stations and, and the pop stations. I like country music as well. I like instrumental. I have the opera station on there. I mean, I, it's very, very eclectic with me. And, you know, of course, nowadays I listen to CNN a lot. So <laughs> into this thing, and I'm so mad. Yes. The New Hampshire primaries are yes. turning mm. one of them, too. I know. <laughs> uh, I don't want to get political, but, yeah, I, no. I feel your pain. So what TV does Linda Edder watch? Like, at the end of the day, when you're, like, glass of wine and you're watching TV, what is it that you're watching? And don't lie, Linda. <laughs> oh, okay, I won't lie. I love all the – I have to say, I love so many of the, the, my uh, – Cheap thrill is the Housewives. Yes. <laughs> I had on my. I was watching 
Housewives of Beverly Hills. I absolutely love that show. Oh, oh I'm obsessed. God. And they hang out in West Hollywood all Listen, the time. as long as you recognize that it's a cheap thrill, then I think that there's nothing wrong with watching the damn well, Housewives. Since They're you great. brought it up, Linda, I have to tell you something. <laughs> I host a podcast every week called Lady Watch with Ryan and Jason where we talk about- We don't about, promote other shows. We talk, about women, oh, we talk about women over the age of Celine Dion. And you're on our list of women that we follow. <laughs> and at one point, we thought we pitched an idea on our podcast of doing the Real Housewives of the West End. <gasps> which would no. be you, oh Sarah Brightman, Francis Raffel, and a couple others all living in a house together. Can you, be- can you mean, imagine? I've got to go change I mean, my pants. The, yeah. just the, <laughs> you're not wearing any. I'll be right back. <laughs> just the icons of it all. So I'm glad. I'm glad you're. I'm glad you. Uh, you're a. That is an amazing fan. idea. Can you imagine? And Linda has to say yes, and then we're and then we're good to go. Oh, she didn't, <laughs> Linda. <laughs> Go on plow on the driveway and chop in the woods. Yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. exactly. Or like Survivor, put them on an island and, uh, yes. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, also, you perform in, in, in houses of, of all sizes all around the nation. Um, how do you keep your voice up while traveling? Because when I go into air conditioning, or like even like if I go to Palm Springs and oh, have please. a show, like I, I'm, I'm not sounding the same as I do like in my comfort zone. How do you keep your voice fresh? Well, it is challenging, and it's challenging, you know, the older you get, but that's one of the reasons I only perform, you know, selectively in as much as I do, and and one of the reasons that I think I've kept as much of my voice as I have at this age is because I haven't done that much Broadway. Broadway is killer, you know, doing eight shows a week, especially when you're the type of singer that I am, when it's full-on belting. I mean, that's, it's just not good for your voice, Mm. so, you know, I'm pretty selective about how much I perform, and, uh, Sleep, you know, is really important. You know, Mel Tremé said, if you want to sing well, you have to sleep eight hours. If you want to sing great, you got to sleep nine. Now, I generally sleep about five and a half hours a night, but mm-hmm. I try. I try to get as much sleep as I can. I try to drink a lot. On the oh, day I, I, have to I drink well. a lot, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, but in the more, very early the morning of the show, I just start drinking water, and I have to make sure that I've just had a lot of water through the early part of the day. You can drink all the water you want just before the show and during the show. It doesn't do any good at all. It has to be early in the day, so you might want to think about that. Uh, that was a free vocal tip to our listeners. So I actually yeah. just wrote it down. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad you can spell. So <laughs> Spell check. I didn't spell any of that. <laughs> Linda, I am so obsessed with you. We all are. Um, it is such an honor. It's truly uh, a lifetime experience to be able to chat with with you while you're lounging in your home with your dog. Like, mm-hmm. how intimate is that? Intimate portraits with Linda Edder. <laughs> I smell a new album. <laughs> <laughs> um, when, when are you coming back to uh, the Los Angeles area? I don't know. I, you know, the funny thing is I've been doing this so long that I don't pay much attention to my schedule except for the show that's just coming up. Hmm. Yes. Fact, my fans often tell me what my next show is down the road. They know better than I do because at the end of the show, they'll say, oh, you're coming to such and such. So, oh, I am? Okay, good. I'll see you <laughs> I just, so long that it's just, I don't think about that kind of stuff. But I don't think I'm booked to be in the LA area anytime soon. Well, I don't perform as much on the West Coast, but it has to do, you know, I'm really so well established here that there, I get enough gigs in the area and a lot that are even within my driving range. And Lord knows if I don't have to get on an airplane, I don't get on an airplane. So... Mm. Uh, I mean, I do. I fly all the time. I fly, I'm flying on Friday, but to Chicago. But you know, that's my my thing. I that's my biggest challenge in life is that I'm a homebody who has so many other interests. So trying to combine it all with a performing career, I'm the least entertainer entertainer you've ever met in your life. <laughs> <laughs> I love that though because even though your performance is so high energy, it seems it seems so easy and natural. You know, sometimes when you hear a belter, you're afraid that they're gonna not be able to to do it. I don't have that anxiety when you perform. I just sit back and enjoy. So I, I think that 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 type of approach um, is is great. I'm just I'm just like ah, I'm like speechless because I'm talking to Linda Edder. <laughs> uh, we love you so much. Um, for our listeners, go to lindaedder.com uh, for your performances, and then just type Linda Edder in YouTube, and or you're gonna anywhere. have anywhere. Yeah, I mean anywhere. You're gonna have yeah. hours and hours of of joy. Um, thank you so much. When you do come to the West Coast, you're gonna come in studio and hang out with us, right? Yes, we love you, Linda. <laughs> nice we love to you meet guys. You. So happy to meet you. Yay! Bye. Thank you so much. <laughs>
Oh my god, you guys, we just talked to Class the Class act. Class, Class act. act. I can't believe I actually told her my Little Housewives of West End uh, idea. But that's such a good idea. Yeah, what, I, don't, I don't know if she. I don't know. I if can kind of believe much. that you told her. I love I mean. that. I it makes me so happy. I feel like I really like check something off my bucket list. But it's like I, I just want to hang out with her. Like I want to go yeah. to her house She's and maybe so sing through some show tunes. Right. How old is her son, by the way? I don't Who's know. Stop it, All right, calm Alexander. Down. No, because I'm like, you know. You can try and marry into the family. Because <laughs> <laughs> Patty Lapone's son is old. He's legal now. He is, and yeah. he's he's handsome. And I think he he's, handsome. he's. I love you say legal now like no, you've been monitoring all Right. That he's been so okay. disturbing. When, what's his face from out. Twilight? What, what, what's the werewolf Robert, guy? Oh, Jem. Taylor Lautner? Jem. Jem Witz. Don't pretend like you weren't watching, too. When that kid turned 18, I was like. Google search. Oh my God! You <laughs> Alexander had the reminder set on Facebook <laughs> yeah. for his yeah. birthday. There was like, there was, was actually a website. It was a countdown to when Taylor Lautner turned eighteen. Yeah, you, you know who else was waiting for that? Brian Singer. Whoa! Wow. Okay, so we're gonna uh, we're gonna introduce a new segment because Woo! we're class. We're gonna go from classy Linda Edder to classy segment. Eric Restivo, you are a Hello. socialite in West Hollywood. You're yes. out and about at every given time. You're having a martini at at Pump. Um, I'm, I'm trying. Uh, anytime I have off, I, I try to explore all the other bars that are not the bar that I generally manage. Yes, Pump is one of my favorites. But you are everywhere, and so what you get to see it. Uh, uh, no, no oh, free sponsorship. Oh, oh, I'm just kidding. Oh, <laughs> oh Flaming Saddles. Oh, lovely. Now, yeah, in fact, we're heading there after the show. Amazing. We are. We are. Catch Good. us there. Have fun. Oh, and Eric dances too, by the way. Nice. That's I do. A, I might dance tonight, actually. Oh, oh. I mean, what, in, in those shorts? I'm, I'm, yeah. I mean, I'm not going to take them off. I oh. mean, it wouldn't be much of a difference. All right, so well, let's, let's get to the segment then. All right. <laughs> so the segment is called Blackout, and I'm okay. really, really excited because we, we've had this idea, and it's like, let's photograph, like, people of Walmart. Have you been to peopleofwalmart.com? Yeah. No. Hours, and don't, if you don't have time, okay. when, you, when you have about an hour, you, need, like, you click two, through, yeah. click through. You can't believe what people are actually wearing at Walmart. Oh, that's amazing. It's crazy. Peopleofwalmart.com. That's fun. Um, so, Eric, you have gathered a few photos, and we're going to put these on our Facebook for our non-live <laughs> listeners okay i have i have okay what is happening here where is this so this is at i'm not going to name the restaurant that it's at but it is is next to the it's close (laughs) to the abbey both of these girls are named Erica. I oh got God, their names. So annoying. Yeah. One of them of spell it with a K, and the other spell it with a C. Oh, look at when I asked what they were doing, all they answered me was saying, "We're just having a good time." <laughs> so, <laughs> oh my God, you guys! I can't. I literally can't. So I don't know what's really going on. I wanted to ask everyone if we thought that this was something sexual, if we thought that this was something. I violent, thought she was holding her thought... hair back while she's vomiting. Yeah, that's what I assumed. <laughs> I don't think this was pre-vomit. I saw uh, the next ten minutes pan out. After I took this picture, so there was no vomit. Okay, um, there was just a lot of lady love. Okay, wow. So well, speaking of deaf people, um, when I was at the Abbey, there was a there was a. Deaf I did not girl. say it was the Abbey. By the way, he said that there was a deaf girl, and she got so drunk she couldn't sign anymore, and so nobody well, I guess knew where sense. she lived, and so the guards had to carry her out, and she's like this. <laughs> Because they is that awful? Jared is like in pain over there. He's like, oh my, my parents. Well, I've never thought of that, but that makes sense. That like, table. just like you slur your words when you're drunk, you drunk, you, you, <laughs> you got a deaf person would slur their sign language. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, moving on. That makes sense. Uh, okay, Kurt, who's this our next, next picture? Okay, okay, this is awesome. Uh, I, th- I thought uh, it was me. Slander. I thought it was me. Look at okay, that. <laughs> this girl. Her name is Lisa. Uh-huh. Um, this is this was your Lisa. No, 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 no. This okay. was no. It's this Lisa was, Vanderpump. Okay, this was near the Grove, guys. It was on Sunday. It was Sunday it's Funday. The day. For okay. just so anyone who's listening, just you know, Sunday Funday is huge in West Hollywood, mm-hmm. and people take it extremely seriously. They start at ten. I know this girl. West Hollywood takes their alcoholism very right. seriously. Thank you. So yeah. I can't really be that angry at this picture because her it's fucking. Awesome. Uh, oh, excuse me. Her form is perfect. Like literally, her toe is pointed. Maybe her, it's performance her art. Her bum is tucked. Her neck is back, and her toe I mean, is pointed. She's living. I mean, she's living. She's doing flash dance. Yeah, yeah, she really thank is. you. She is auditioning for the non-union tour of Hairspray yeah. as the Tracy Turblad cover. Not the main one, That's but us. the cover, because she's in the ensemble every day. Okay. Right. Yes. Next. The Shelly track. And then we end the evening with this Thank mess. You. Oh, God, who is so, that? That's is, me last night at karaoke. Is that the pregnant one? <laughs> no, no, it's the show Shoshana Bean. The Shoshana Bean track. Okay, so this is Alexander. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that Alexander has no idea I know of this stairs. moment, by the way. I don't remember this moment at all. Alexander gets to a point in the night where no matter How what you say, it doesn't matter because he just has this face that is like he's constantly thinking about something but he doesn't really know how to say it. I'm thinking of new musicals for Linda Edder. So (laughs) he was harassing one of my bartenders, Sammy, and making her sing anything that he wanted and also getting angry that she was not passing the mic. I captured the picture.
picture. I just snorted, you guys, on national radio. And that was it. I still have wow. not given Alexander his credit card back from last night, by the way. <laughs> he left it at the bar. <laughs> that's hot. Okay, so that's that's our version. Oh, no, there's one oh, more. There's oh, another one. This one is more. literally on the okay, street of West Hollywood. I really need you all to weigh in on this one, okay? So okay. these four guys, they were uh, going up and down the boulevard for about 20 minutes. They luckily did not come into my bar because I didn't want to have to not let them in. Oh, right. please. One of them was messes. trying to tell me that he wasn't drunk whatsoever. Ironically, that is the one that is completely <laughs> sprawled out. Right. Passed on out ground, on the ground. Santa Monica Boulevard in front of Revol Revolver and his friends could really care less. I mean, there's one of them that's looking down like, hey man, can I have two bucks for pizza? <laughs> and then there's like... Yeah. Wait, there's two dollar pizza in West Hollywood? <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm more concerned about. One of them is literally like <laughs> reaching for the, the pocket and then the other two are arguing about who's going to get the next Uber because these guys ordered four Ubers and they were all declined. <laughs> oh my God, that's so they awesome. would not let them in the car. It was so sad. That is awesome. Although if you throw up in the Uber, they pay the driver $350. Did you know money. that? Puke money is yep. good money. For Where do you drivers. find that stuff out? That's true. Who told you that? The Uber driver. I yeah. believe He's Ryan. He's like, oh, I just got $350. So where did you find that? Because I believe you. It's oh, true. It's well, totally true. It's true. Yeah, it's they, true. When you sign up for Lyft, that's one of the first things they teach you is how to clean No, Lyft is like $250. Hmm. I, think they, I think they make... No, Lyft... I think Lyft... I think Lyft <laughs> you can't get that smell out, though. Like, no matter what, like, sell your car. Like, kill yourself, sell your car. Okay, we need to bring on Jared Gertner because... Because we need to class up the joint. Yeah. yeah. Well, here I am. <laughs> so, Jared, you uh, notably, uh, I mean, you've done a lot of shows, but Book of Mormon, you were with Book of Mormon. Uh, Three and a half years. On Broadway, the national tour, you were here at the Pantages. Mm -hmm. um, you performed on the Tony Awards with Neil Patrick Harris. In fact, he was trying to push you off stage because he was the original he was like, London cast, this man. Come on. This is talk look, about Real Housewives of the West End. Do you know Gertner? Thank you. And that ring, too. I, I love your 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 voice is is amazing. The expression you have in your voice and the fact that you're so funny. Like I love funny, so funny. people. Um I love everything you do. And then I saw The Dodgers, which is a show that's happening till the end of February mm -hmm. at the Hudson Theater. And I was like, oh, it's my friend. I'm going to go. I'm going to go see Jared. And I was expecting like musical. <laughs> and then I saw the cover because it's it's in this in the 70s. Um, and so I thought, oh, it's going to be hair part two or something. And he's going to get up and sing like a funny song and we're all going to laugh. And I didn't laugh so much. No, it was this drama. Mm. And it's so visceral. You feel like you're really in the situation. Part of that is the amazing technical work on the show. I mean, their detail is a little ridiculous, I have to say. Like, say if there it. was an award for, like, Razzies for, like, technical, <laughs> it is so technically there. Like, they're watching an old TV, and literally, like, the lights of the TV are flashing on their face. Oh, wow. And it's not just, like, a light. It's, like... <laughs> moving lights and then there's a scene where it's like oh I put the beers out in the snow they bring the beer bottles in and there's pieces of snow on the beer bottle like yes. that's how crazy it is hey, it's, it's an impressive thing yeah who did your who did your set you keep talking I'll look uh, okay, oh, you should share it with the public. <laughs> By too. the way, um, th no, the set's really amazing, and you know, it, it's a it's Michael a small... Carnahan and Ann Bayersdorf. Mm -hmm. Ann Bayersdorf, yeah. I want them it's... to come to my house. By the way, that's how amazing it's the unbelievable. set is. The, there's a, um, it's a small theater, you know, and, and it's a 99 theater. seat theater in Los Angeles. But you walk in and you feel like you're seeing a big budget show because yeah. of the the attention to detail and how how incredibly well they designed the show. Um, and the acting, by the way. You know, when you're in intimate space and actors' habits are so apparent, if there's yeah. no chemistry, you can read it right off the bat. Like I said, you feel immersed in this story, and you, my friend, your character goes through the whole gamut because you come out and you're like the funny guy, you know, you're a little quirky. Um, and then your character goes through something that's really traumatic. Yeah. And you have to emote like that. Like, your scene starts, and it's, like, you em emoting. And then just sobbing from, from yeah. the whole show. And that's not usually expected with the character kind of You know, it's amazing. I do the rucka-rucka-rucka parts yeah. usually. Yes. And right. I, I haven't right. gotten to sort of, this is going to sound so douchey, but I haven't gotten to, like, flex these sure. acting muscles since college. Be, you be Just because, it, you know, most people aren't that creative in... in as far as casting decisions, and so they don't. And you tend to get pigeonholed too. Yeah, they, right, they yeah. wouldn't give me that opportunity. So I was really actually scared of it and wasn't going to do it. I read the play. And Are I, you and serious? I, I read the play and I thought this is not really what I do, and I don't know if I should, you know, if I if I have this still. And uh, my my husband, God bless him, said, "When you're scared of something, run toward it. Don't mm. run away from it." Is that what he said on the wedding day? Um, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> that was me. That was me clinging to him. <laughs> I know you're scared, but I promise I can be better. Um, no, I, and so I and so I, I had a long talk with the director about it and I said you know I don't this guy's not 
he's not the funny character because there actually is a character. I cannot there believe that character you really were going to say no to this because it seems like it was tailor made for you and you knocked it out of the park. Thank you. I, I, you know what? Once I started working on it, I found my way into it, and then and now I just I, I love it. But I I love getting to take that that ride every night. What? So what's the play about? I don't I don't. Well, I'm glad you asked. Um, <laughs> the, the, he's, you're such a good interviewer. <laughs> I'm like Linda. What's what? What's your craving food? Well, no, you saw you saw it, so you know what it's about. I literally don't know what it's about. Yeah. So the play is called The Dodgers, uh-huh. um, and it's a, it, I was I was telling you before I was telling everyone that it was a about a support group for adults who played the Artful Dodger that's when they were children. Oh my um, God, that's really such good. a Christopher I, Guest movie. I, really I played the Artful Dodger down. twice. Yes. Write, Write that down, sweetie. Write that down. Write it down. Good, oh, yeah. did you really? Yeah, I did twice. Um, twice. So I twice two two times. Also, Shulu Longcorn and the King and I twice. Um, so I, I played Fagin because they were really progressive. I played school. Charlie Brown. Yeah. Oh, I did All that. I did that one too. Oh. What role? Anyway, you were yeah. Charlie Brown too. I did Charlie Brown too. What? Come on! I did Jurgen Man, Charlie Brown, and then I did the sequel Snoopy, Snoopy at the Roxy in Hollywood for a year. Oh, nice! That was not enjoyable. No? I'm more of a no. Snoopy myself in a room okay. full of Charlie Brown. I actually Browns. slept with the uh, with with the Snoopy character. You guys were supposed to be paying attention. So the Dodgers to is this play. Um, it's it's it actually it takes place on a commune in upstate New York. Oh, uh, I love in 19, in 19, Yeah, I do. In 1969, um, in December 1969. I don't know if you guys know this. I didn't know it until I got I this don't play, know and I'm actually kind of embarrassed by it. But there was an uh, a, a televised lottery. I didn't for know the that draft until I saw oh, the show in and December it's of 1969, creepy. and they had every 366 birthdays for the leap year babies in a a, a big uh, jar, and they pulled them out one at a time, and That's they announced and they announced the birthdays. Terrifying. If your birthday was called in the first third, you were probably going to get called in the next couple months. In the middle third, you might get called, and in the later third, you wouldn't be called. It was to try and make it more fair. So this play hap- starts that night, and we're watching the draft, mm. um, finding out whether or not we've been called to go to war. Um, and then the, the the scenes following that are about um, us, the ones who have been called, trying to dodge the draft. Oh, that's where the name comes yeah. from. Yeah, because there were all sorts of you know there was the there was the gay dodge. There was right. going mm-hmm. in and convincing them that you were gay, and there were you know you could go in and say I'd that love you, to that convince somebody I'm convince them that you're crazy <laughs> or please. Um, <laughs> They're convinced. Pay attention to charity. <laughs> you're doing a really good job of gay, it. Gay, crazy. I mean, you just wouldn't. Power that, that, that dodge doesn't work anymore <laughs> yeah, because no. you can be gay in the military. Yeah. So and can you? Um, and how? But and good, how? good news is you're still nuts. Yeah, that's the good news. Yeah. And I have flat feet too. <laughs> so that's the play. Our our play was written by uh, Diana Amsterdam, who lived on a commune in wow. upstate New York in the 60s and 70s. She's amazing. So she was this font of information, telling us about what it was like on the commune. And we've watched videos uh, from her actual commune. And Are you? S- that's crazy. And we're a band. We're a band. Uh, there was a band on her commune who actually were fairly famous and played a lot. But we. Uh, we play um, a couple songs in the show. Um, That's so cool. Yeah, I play the electric bass and the harmonica. And the harmonica. Sweet. You you have some really touching so moments. Alanis Morissette of you. <laughs> is it attached to the bass, the harmonica? Is oh, it, that thing. No, out? I wish. Oh. It's two different scenes. It's okay. <laughs> that would be great, though. Sure. Jared, everyone listening? <laughs> Jared, this last year has really been a year of change for you. Yeah. Um, I think it was almost a year, almost exactly, that you were f- on my previous show. Moving from New York. Yeah. Moving uh, from London, actually. Oh, okay. Um, don't get fancy. Um, <laughs> That's in England. West End. <laughs> 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 um, and then, uh, so having that whole kind of change, you were part of a pilot. I was for NBC. I want to know what that's like because we had Fortune uh, Feimster who was on the Chelsea Handler show. She was on the I show. Love her. She did two pilot projects and it was just a sure thing. Tina Fey was right. the producer and she was like, we're going to be on TV there and this is no and that. Sure thing. And that's what happened. They did the pilot and they're like, okay, Annie Potts was in the pilot. Like, how good must that script have been, right? Right. Yeah, she's good. kind of, in, she's like Rick Moranis retired. <laughs> is that me breathing to hear that? I think that is. I'm like you. a heavy breather. I didn't want to say anything mic. about it before. No, that was you. I'm like a no, COPD commercial over here. <laughs> So Can we go sorry. back to Annie Potts? Yeah. She so, wasn't on my pilot. <laughs> That's why I didn't get picked up. <laughs> but what kind of feeling is that when you put all this energy into the pilot? Because I know you were really excited, and yeah. I would love to see you on TV. Um, what does that feel like when you get the phone call and it's like, well, it didn't get picked up? Yeah, well, the whole the whole process was really fascinating. I moved out here because I had just finished this long run with Book of Mormon, and I thought I've always wanted to... You know, I've done a lot of the things I wanted to do on in theater. I've checked off a lot of the boxes. So let me go to LA. Performed and see on the Tony can, Awards. Yeah, let me go see if I can do if I can Fondle work in television. Gavin, yeah. What was that? Mm-hmm. Oh. Uh, we have a picture of you fondling him. Fondling Gavin? Uh, yeah. Oh, let's see the There's pic. probably endless pictures of oh, that. Oh, there are. <laughs> on, on, on the old Google box. So we, um, oh, there I am. Yeah. So hey. anyway, so we, um, 
we moved out here, and then we uh, we had a baby a few months later. See, that's what I'm, I mean. Uh, our life really has changed. He was born. He was born um, six weeks early, so we were in the hospital with him for four weeks in Green Bay, Wisconsin, wow. and moved back to L.A. Um, with him. Finally, got with him back the, the first, you know, last week in January, and I booked a pilot that week. It was crazy. So then I booked. I I shot this pilot, which was an amazing show for. Uh, NBC Universal, and it had Chris Klein and Lindsay Price, and, and Chris Klein, Chris Klein, like American Pie, Chris yeah, Klein. Yeah, that's the very Ooh. one. Yeah, the very one. <laughs> and, uh, and Lindsay Price, who's brilliant, and Lindsay Price, who's brilliant, and Andrea Anders, who's yeah, been on a thousand amazing, television yeah. shows, and um, so it was. It was a great group, and uh, and it, amazing pedigreed writers and directors, and it really looked like, yeah, this is going to be it. I'm mm. going to be on television now, and then then. Uh, and we were like planning. Okay, so we'll be in New York the first week in May for Upfront, right. and we had everything sort of. And then it, we it, we just found out that day happens when they announce and and it didn't it didn't happen. We got an email. We didn't get a phone call. We got an email an saying, email. "Hey guys, we just heard." And it was really rough. Um, but it, it is it showed. And I I came out to LA and I got a pilot like yeah. eight minutes later. So I feel like I'm already ahead of the game. And uh, and and then I was able to do stay here and do a couple really cool guest stars that. Um, I wouldn't have gotten to do otherwise, and now I'm doing this play that's exciting. Oh, and so. this amazing radio show. <clears throat> Twice. This is my, this is my yeah. second time with and, you. And your son you're is recurring. so cute. You're recurring. My son show. is legit you the know, cutest when baby. When you, like, legit. adopt, like, you're just like, oh, we're happy, you know, but then, like, you get, like, the other gay couples are, like, really jealous of you right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's hilarious. Well, we did surrogacy, so we stacked the deck a little bit, but he's, uh, he is... We're pretty sure he's gifted. But the okay. thing, the thing is, when you get a cute baby with surrogacy, you don't get to blame it on adopption. Like you, like you know what I mean. Like if it wasn't cute, <laughs> you can blame. Like it's, if it wasn't cute, you could have been like, "Well, we adopted it." So you know what I right. mean. Like well, you surrogacy, you're right. actually taking so a PC bigger right risk. Now? Sure, you're taking a. Marley Matlin's going to call in and tell us. No, she's not. Well, when you're scared of something, run toward it. Don't exactly. run away. There, Text you go. Go. there it is. God, we really got. I could apologize to Marley Matlin for the Super Bowl because I've been taking an infant. Uh, Sign language class with my son. Oh, Are you, you kidding? Yeah. Now we can say water and more. How do you say vodka? <laughs> Back to Helen Keller. Um, that we didn't learn that one in infant. Uh, in, in, in infant. Believe sign me, language if class. I ever have a child, and God forbid, I should ever have a child, that'll, that'll be, his be first one of the first things. Like, well, the good news. The good news is, Alexander, that it's not going to happen to you accidentally. You're not going to accidentally get know. knocked up. You're I not. I can say something happen. right now, but you I'm not. You're not going to have a child. You're not going to have a child. Anyway. Oh, okay. All right. Goodness <laughs> gracious. Off the rec- Things um, are happening. And you have a very supportive husband. I, I love... Yeah, big time. Um, I got to see you at the Freedmen's uh, 4th of <laughs> July party. Yeah. Yeah. You guys have such a great relationship, and um, I'm just so happy for you. Thank and you I'm very really, much. really... You know how when your friends are in a play and you go see, and then you're like, oh, yeah. yeah. I was generally, uh, genuinely impressed Thank and you. And you saw a preview. We, we it's it's really it's changed a bit since then and I, I do think well, the other for whatever your opinions are to, to me. <laughs> whatever your opinions are about the play, you won't be bored. You will be you will be moved in some way because there's it's there's something really special going on in this play, I think. It's great, exciting. amazing cast and we're just having such a good time. And Dave Solomon's a great director. Dave Solomon yeah. is the coolest. I have to say something about That's why I'm doing the play cuz cuz mm. Dave's a buddy of mine. Yeah, cool. The staging of it is so ingenious. Um, like I said, you really feel like you're there on the commune and the time, because it's a one act, basically. I mean, there's no intermission. Yeah. And you walk away. I mean, that time flies by, mm. and you, you don't even know what, what to think. Because it kind of ends like... We've been hearing from everyone that they, they think about it and talk about it for a couple days following, yes. and that's sort of that's the best you thing want. you could ask Yeah, that's for. what you want. Right. Um, and the lead, um, he wears leather pants. He's... He, he wears leather pants. That's he does what, wear leather that's pants. That's what Alexander took away from the lead. the lead. Corbin Blue? Is that... Is he uh, the, he's talking about Asher Grodman. Oh, um, Asher Grodman. <laughs> I was right. like, scene one, I was like, oh, I, I love this play. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, it passes the perv rating. That's good. That's always good. Yeah, so does you got Corbin that. Blue, does Corbin Blue wear leather pants? No, but his pants are pretty snug. It's the 70s. Oh, uh, you can, yeah. <laughs> he's not Jewish. Anyway. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Spunkloop.com. <laughs> oh, my God. Hi, Corbin. Hope you're listening. Um, Jared, where can I? Oh, when are you going to do a one-man show in Los Angeles? I don't know. I I need to. Please I need do. to. We're I, waiting. I, no, we're honestly, waiting. honestly, I've been kicking one around for a while in my head. I just have to actually do it. Just do it. <laughs> Nike. 
<laughs> no free advertisement. Um, yeah, uh, I, I'll, I'll, I'll certainly come here to promote it if I do. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'll sing a duet with you too. We should sing "Agony" from Into the Woods. How it's awesome! It's always would "Agony." That be? Oh my god! Sure, yeah, and get Linda in there Perfect. just to do like a soprano Duskan over the top. What yeah, did you guys exactly. think of her? Do you think she was like, what, what, what fresh hell is this? I think she was into it. I, think she was I mean, she. A good time. Yeah. Do you think? Yeah. Okay. I think she's. The show's a, a lot to handle. She's such a like a touring star that the amount of probably like batshit sort of like international press yeah. she's done. Right. I think this was probably pretty tame. I mean, she was in her like home a, with yeah. her dog. Yeah. And it's like I 10 mean, at night. It was and that amazing gold leaf mirror behind her. I, I, I kept was looking like, at that I was trying What about her hair, by the way? Yeah, she looked epic. Yeah, like, she looked great. Finesse. And that, yeah. and that like, what was that, like an Angora turtleneck she was wearing? <sighs> heaven. Yes. Just heaven. <laughs> it was Jared, where can our listeners follow you? You have a great website. My website's uh, jaredgertner.com and I'm And it's G-E-R-T-N-E-R. J-A-R-E-D. That's the spelling of Jared. Like, G. Like in the Bible. Really? No, or my like last jeweler. name is Gertner. Or like the jeweler. Like the jeweler. Yeah. Jared. So jaredgertner.com. And then I'm at jaredgertner on Twitter. And I think I have an Instagram, but I, I don't know. No, you don't. I, come no, I do on. think I do, but I don't understand how to use it. Obviously, because you have zero posts. It. You don't even have a profile pic. I was like, tag. Oh, okay. Did I? Did you literally invite me here to shout at me? Across <laughs> <laughs> the table. I, I, I don't know. I don't know how to use it. I don't understand it, and I can post pictures on Twitter and Facebook. I'll be honest. So why Facebook do I need Instagram? Facebook is really calming down in terms of like likes and interaction. And I fought Instagram. Just do it. Instagram's fun. I mean, Instagram is just a but you camera. Can't share you clips, take, you can't yeah, share links. That's, that's you, all it is. It's just, or yeah. I'll consider it. Okay. I feel good about right. this conversation, right. guys. Thank you. Thank right. you for helping me work through this. All right, so next week we'll find out Jared's ruling on Instagram. <laughs> That's right. so hot. I'd like to leave you with a cliffhanger yeah. for your listeners. <laughs> Will you or won't you, guys? Oh, my God. They're biting their nails. <laughs> um, it's such a, a pleasure always, and I'm, I'm, I'm so happy you're in L.A. Yeah, me too. I'm happy that you're stretching your acting. Uh, Chops. Yeah. Because it really was probably the most memorable performance from that show. Oh, Not that to means so much. Thank you so much. No, um, I really appreciate that. But it's kind of like a soap opera when you're like, here's a script, go do it. Because your character's kind of an outcast with the rest of... Right. So you have to go through all this emotional journey... Mm-hmm. Unaided by? Are you laughing at me? I'm not. Just, I'm just your 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 terminology that you're choosing. To oh, I use make up right words now. all the yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. That's, yes. that's all it is. I I mean, it's complimenting me though, so just keep them coming. Yeah. <laughs> um, but really, uh, as a as a fellow actor, like it was it was it was great to watch that journey. I really appreciate that. I'm. I'm and I was really watching your husband it. watching you, and oh, that was really that's cute more too. fun. That's so cute. Because he was like nervous about your character. I mean, he was like invested in what your character was going through, and I. I Kept looking at him and stayed looking, and he probably thought I was a weirdo. <laughs> that was the first time he was seeing it too, and I, he hadn't read the script or anything. He wanted wow. to kind of come in and see it fresh, and so that was really uh, that was really cool for me to. Have well, Alexander, he must not have been afraid of you, or he would have run right towards you. <laughs> <laughs> we learned marriage. That. <laughs> that is uh, that is what I do now. <laughs> yeah. In general, you should see me. <laughs> um, and Ryan, you have uh, you have a great podcast, Lady Watch. Where can our listeners find you? It's on iTunes or uh, wherever you listen to podcasts. Lady Watch, all one word. Lady Watch with Ryan. And when Jason. is it? It's uh, we put up new episodes every Wednesday morning. So. Yeah. And he just asked me to be a guest co-host, so that's I great. I did. Yeah, you I don't did. know what you're getting yourself into. I mean. and, and Eric, when you're when you're wearing a shirt, where can people find you? Um, I mean, you like, can... are you Janet Jackson at the Super Bowl? Like, look what's happening. I didn't do this. And it's not that cold in here. It's actually 77 degrees in here. I'm looking oh, at the temperature there's... right now. So why are you? Um, you can find me Poking at my eyes out. Saddles down on Santa Monica Boulevard. Are we doing be the here. drag show t- tomorrow? Yeah, Alexander's uh, co-hosting the drag show with me tomorrow night. Flaming Saddles. Um, but we'll be back. I'll be back next week. So don't worry. We'll have another blackout yes. segment. Yay! <laughs> um, and to our listeners, I have a really big announcement. Um, I, oh my god! I, segment. Oh my god! How dare you? <laughs> Twelve week challenge, sweetie. Um, the show has been picked up. Woo! So uh, in March, you'll be able to see video because I see. Oh, I didn't get to see the live. You're going to be able to see video of all of our episodes in March um, on a really big platform. So more information to come. But it's a done deal. How exciting! Congratulations. Congratulations! Thank you. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Please, please, please. Please. Kurt, as always, thank you so much. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at On The Rocks On Air. Find me on Facebook at uh, On The Rocks Radio Show. And if you want lube, email at info at ontherocksradioshow.com. We've got plenty Get of it, that. Mom and Dad. We have some great guests coming up. Uh, Lainey Kazan is coming on. Uh, yes. Mm-hmm. Margaret Cho is coming on. Margaret Cho. <gasps> Todrick Hall, we have coming. Oh, your show is gay. <laughs> but it's, we had Shirley, oh, yeah, Shirley Jones last week. Oh, you guys, go listen to that Shirley Jones episode. She was so gracious, and even after the show, hanging out was amazing. Okay, we gotta go. All right. 
I love you, everybody. Bye. This has been On the Rocks with Alexander. Every Tuesday at 7 p.m. on Universal Broadcasting Network. Find me on Facebook on On the Rocks Radio Show. Tweet me or Instagram me at On the Rocks On Air. See you next Tuesday.